Welcome to the Course Wizards Podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get ready to discover the latest tools and tips on how to create, teach, and market your online training course. Now here's your hosts, Amit and Chris. Hello and welcome to the Course Wizards Podcast. I'm Christopher Maselli and I'm here with my co-host Amit Aurora. How's it going, Amit? What's up, Chris? I am good. I'm excited. I went and saw some entrepreneurs over the weekend and now I'm back in my tiny little hole. Oh, so tell everyone about that because these are some entrepreneurs that have a really great podcast that I know you love. And so yeah, just tell us briefly what you discovered there, what it was like. Like this is kind of cool to have a podcast gathering of all the great minds, right? How how many people were there? So there were about 600 people, but first... Last week, when we were recording, I was going to tell you a story. Yes. And then I forgot. Yes. So I have remembered that story now. Okay. Before we started recording, (laughs) you said uh, you were watching these guys and how they were sampling all the different Doritos. Oh, yeah. We were talking about a good mythical morning. Yes. Doing the Dorito sampling. Exactly. And then you guys did that as a family. Yes. And you found some of them spicy. Very spicy. I told you that. I have yet to find the chip that's spicy. So that was my business idea is to create a chip to have a fan following that it it should be based around the hot ones. Uh It is the spiciest chip ever created. (laughs) And for those who are listening, the five people, please someone go and do this, right? I, I feel like the chip business is such a high must be a high profit margin business because it's like half of it is air and the rest <laughs> is chips it is but so, i think it's hard to get into i think it's hard to get any of that shelf space you know right so that's why this will have to be a potentially online only ploy where you show ads e-commerce store just just ships you the chip and the claim to fame is the spiciest chip in the world so like, wouldn't want to try that. Between now and the next time we meet, I'd love for you to grab just a small bag of the flaming hot Doritos, whatever flavor you want, and 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 bring it here to the podcast. Eat some in front of us and give us your just raw reaction as to how hot it is on a scale from one to ten for you. Because for okay. me, it was like probably at least a nine. Like I I couldn't eat more than one or two and just be like, oh, I can't take any more. It's too much. <laughs> And so I, I'd love to have your reaction. Flaming Hot All right. Doritos. All right. So tell us. Okay. So, so you went down to Austin. And, I went down um, to Austin. Yeah. It's called My First Million. Two guys, Sean Puri and Sam, Sam Parr. And they run this pod. It's hosted by the HubSpot Network. They both have amazing businesses of their own. They're both millionaires. And every business they start, it's like now, it's one of those, right? When you've built so many, now you have the Midas touch. Yeah. Sean recently sold his um, newsletter business called Milk Road, which was based after Silk Road, which was like the uh, underground website for buying and selling drugs, alcohol, guns, using Bitcoin. So he created Milk Road, which was all about crypto news and cryptocurrency and sold it at the all-time high because crypto was just kind of falling off the cliff before he sold it. Right. Didn't disclose how much he sold it for. He also has a very successful e-commerce store, but he hasn't divulged what that store does. So 
it was a packed venue, 600 people. We were all standing in line. We get in. Uh, they got this Marine Corps guy to show up dressed in his outfit. And he started off with the national anthem, which was like so cool, okay. but weird at the same time. It's like you're yeah. at a podcast and everyone's standing up. So that was cool. And then uh, they had done a week before going live, they had sent out an email. If you want to pitch your startup, send us your ideas. Yes, I remember so, that. So uh, they shortlisted four people. Um, one of them was actually, uh, when I went to the bar to get a drink, they put the drink in a paper koozie and gave it to me. And the paper koozie had my first million over it with a QR code. So it was those guys. They kind of blew it because it was Shark Tank type. They might even put it on their YouTube channel because it was a live podcast. Yeah. So they did the So they did it for the podcast, but then it was also meet and greet afterwards. So it was one of those, uh, there was a girl who was pitching a startup around financial literacy for college students and then two other startups. So they pitched, uh, other than that, Sean, Sam and their third friend, Andrew, they basically just talked about random stuff, you know, which is what they do on the podcast, business, life, money. Uh, and they asked the audience who here makes more than 100K, more than a million, more than 5 million, more than 10 million. And then one guy kind of remained standing and they're like, what the hell do you do? <laughs> like you're at 20, 30 million. And he has like a contract with nine states and a monopoly to create and sell equipment to fire stations. Uh -huh. So think about nozzles, uniforms, whatnot. Yes. And uh, he gets, I think he said like 10% profit margin. Hmm. And then the guy sitting next to me, we were chatting and he has a lifestyle business. So he has a clothing type store, like a high-end clothing store. And he said he has like four or five locations that him and his wife managed together. I was like, damn. Like, these are all like, even though their tagline, they were selling t-shirts, which just said, no small boy stuff. I was like, yeah, that's definitely not small boy stuff. <laughs> right. That was some big boy stuff. So, no, it was fun gathering with like-minded people. I didn't really get to talk to too many. Because mm -hmm. it was, you got there, you sit, the podcast started, or... I should say the interview and then after that we kind of just dispersed because Sean Sean and Sam were not going to hang out they hung out for meet and greet yeah. but after that they weren't going to hang out for like after party or drinking so I didn't feel like I needed to go and hang out with a bunch of people and leave my family right right but overall I think it was a great experience did you have one one big takeaway from the conference that you're like oh that's something I really that resonated with me one big takeaway was take chances. Take chances. Take chances. I mean, some of these businesses, this woman, she was the paper koozie thing, right? Like you could start that, Chris. I could start that. Mm -hmm. It was just the vision of creating a disposable paper koozie that becomes your marketing machine. Because at events, think about how many events companies do. And you can pick a niche. You can say, you know, I'm only going to uh, cater to the dental niche. Yeah. Or dog walking in your case. Yeah, right. <laughs> and just make that for that niche. And I don't want to go a mile broad. I want to go an inch broad and a mile deep and yeah. just stick to one niche. And you can take the same business model and just do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know, part of this whole, um, uh, this online training thing that we talk about, this course creation, it is about taking chances, right? It's, it's about saying, okay, I have learned something. I uh, I want to share it with the world, and maybe I need to find a platform that can help me do that. Record some videos, and 
uh do you remember when did you take your first chance with uh with with, with online training like well like what was yeah. it that made you step out and do that yeah it was 2015 my wife was out of work uh with our first baby she was on maternity leave and she was going to go back but while she was on maternity leave she was bored because young kids you know newborn yeah. they just sleep all the time they're like i just want to go to bed it's so lazy right and i kind of pushed her i'm like why don't you create a course about how to become a hotel general manager and the reason why I pushed her at that time is I was good about behind the scenes tech stuff. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I had this mental block that she is, should be the face because she's American, I'm not. And people will trust her more just because of that. Yeah. Uh, obviously not true. None of that is true. Uh, but yeah, so I pushed her to be the face. But it's easy face. to rationalize any of those things, right? Because it's it, that's just what we do. Yeah, and her and I both had the same knowledge. We were both hotel general managers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that gave her something to do while Mason was sleeping. And that gave me kind of like the taste of the medicine. And I'm like, I'm going to create this course and everyone's going to want to buy it $400. Let's go. Yeah. We opened the doors. Obviously, it was crickets. Still are. Still is. This is like for that <laughs> course. We just stopped selling it because it was really hard to market. Um, yeah. I think it was not the right experience that i had on how to market yeah yeah yeah. that was my foray into the online world was 2015 that's funny i think mine has always been with writing because i that's writing is what i do in my day job right and so i've always had different writing ideas but it is funny how the more we do this anytime i start learning something new i start to think you know maybe i should take a chance and be the guy who does a course on this thing, right? Like I just started learning how to use specific um, softwares with um, audio and visual equipment for for like large scale events. And as I'm learning the software and the soundboards, I can't help but, you know, of course, go on YouTube, you learn a little bit, and then you see that like there's no professional quality or systematic courses for these things that I'm learning. And I think, you know, Maybe I should take a weekend and record a course on this, right? Take the knowledge I'm gaining from this new piece of software. It wouldn't take that long because I bet if I'm having to learn it, there's some other person out there who's also thinking, gee, I'd love to learn this. And they'd be willing to spend, yeah, yeah, like you said, $400 for that course. (laughs) Or maybe their company would, you know? And it's it's kind of a compelling thing. Yeah. You think it's easy, which it is, to record it. But uh, editing, forget editing. Let's say raw, no editing. Needed. Yeah, no, no, no. Just you all we're gonna have... do is kind of cut off the beginning and the end, so it's just fade in, fade out. Right. Still, yeah. that two day of recording is going to cost you two months of now wanting to market this. And if you think about, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I say try new things, but I also think that now we should start focusing. Right. And no. John Lee Dumas used to say this, um, inch wide and a mile deep. And if you look at all the successful people, they're kind of good at one thing. Yeah. If you know a Facebook ads person, you know that one person who's great at it. If you know someone who's good at marketing, you know that one person who's good at it. If you know a, someone who's good at AI copywriting, like a tool, yeah. you know one tool that's good at it. Yeah. 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 Which well, is you, segue. We love teaching stuff like this 
And so it is easy to see all those things we could do, but I think we also can, I don't know, we, we can go ahead and also see that there is that one thing we could stick to and just go deep with that, right? Yes. And I, I mean, that that's what you want to be known for, right? Is yeah. You are the go-to guy for that thing. Like, if you ask anyone in the New Zealand group, my name would be in the top 10. Go to Amit. He yes. must know the answer. Yeah. Yeah, no, and, and you still for me too with New Zendler, because we love New Zendler. We're always telling people that when they're gonna take their chance to do courses, use New Zendler. You're the guy that knows New Zendler. So like when I run into an issue, I'm always like, I I just did today. Today I go on Facebook because I'm looking for an answer for something in New Zendler and I tag Amit because like Amit will know the answer, right? Was it the membership one? Did you you figure yeah. it out? Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of been an interesting thing because you're talking about going um uh an inch what would you say an inch deep mile wide um i've been starting to think Vice about versa. not doing so many courses but instead really going just deeper with or wider i don't remember how the phrase goes with just this one kind of topic and more creating a membership site as opposed to a course site right so the membership site would have courses in it but it's courses second membership first so anything we do in regard to that topic are all on this one site and the membership gets you access to everything if you want it you can still buy an individual course if you don't want the membership but i i want to price it competitive enough where it almost be a no-brainer to say well if i'm going to get the course i'm going to get the membership right at least for a couple months and um uh, i think that might be a better viable plan because it I think that would keep me more focused instead of seeing all these different topics that I could teach because I do see yeah. those opportunities and I want to take those chances. And, you know, it, it's, it's that shiny penny though, sometimes that we, that we see and we want to go that way. Absolutely. It's hard. It's hard yeah. not to, and you listen to these people, they're like, yeah, I started this business and then I started this business and you're like, well, what the hell am I doing wrong? Like, and it's just, Everyone needs to just take their time and find their rhythm. Exactly. So, so well, so, okay, so here we are. Here, here's, the, here's the thing. So th this has just been a really good podcast on taking chances and that. Here's what, here's what we want to do. We, we, we got a, a story here about a company that a lot of people took a chance on, and we think that they have possibly now blown it. That is going to be next week, so don't want you to miss that one. Tune in. <laughs> And and I think you'll enjoy. You think so, Amit? I think we can quickly wrap it up with that because I don't know how much. Yeah, I, I say let's just go through it. All right. Okay, we're gonna go through it today. You just want to do it now. Let's do it. Let's. Do okay. It. Uh, okay. We're okay. Go for it. Tell us what this. What's this about, Amit? Yeah. So conversion.ai, Jasper, uh, Jarvis, whatever mm -hmm. name you want to call them. Right now, latest name is Jasper. And Chris and I bought into this with our buddy Shay. And we are all internet buddies. We're not real life buddies, right? But we trust each other. So we bought into what they call at that time the unlimited boss mode plan, which is like you get something ridiculous, like 100,000 words per month. Or I think we are on the unlimited plan. Yeah. Unlimited words per month. And you pay like 119. Well, you get three seats. Mm -hmm. And those three team seats, when you divide by 120, is 40 bucks a piece. Yep. Fair enough. Which is fair. Everyone gets unlimited writing. You get your own login. And 
you can use Jasper AI. Well, since ChatGPT has hit the market, I personally haven't logged into my Jasper account. And Everything has either. changed. Yeah. Everything has changed because it's logged into the, your Jasper account. Oh, I, I probably, probably want to compare it to chat G, GPT. Right. But other than that, no, it's, there's, there's almost no need for it anymore. I mean, there's hardly even any, any use for chat GPT in some ways because everyone is integrating it into their app. So if I want to use chat GPT, I mean, now I can use it on my Mac. I can use it on Canva, right? I mean, you can use it yep. in Microsoft Office. You can use it on Bing. You can use it on Google. So, you know, or, or some variation of, of this. And so you start to go, yeah, what, what do I need to have these specialized AI writing programs anymore for? Exactly. And that's the mode that OpenAI is building, right? And I, I think that is the company to really invest in. If it wants to go public, invest yes. your dollars in it. But for now, buy there or get ChatGPT Plus or even use the free version. Who cares, mm -hmm. right? But so what Jasper did, they announced it today in their group. And Chris, do you want to read this announcement that we posted in our uh, little... Yeah, so it says, congratulations. This is for people who are not on that boss mode plan. It says, congratulations, you've been upgraded to the team's plan with unlimited credits. This upgrade comes at no additional cost to you. And then it lists a few of the features. They have now brand style voices. They give you three seats, which is what we have in boss mode. And they give you upscaled art for their art quality. And um, uh, then basically just say, enjoy this no extra cost upgrade on us, which is great if you were awesome. on a va uh, basic plan, right? But so what's the problem now? Well, apparently the problem that a lot of people are having, and, and I might take a little devil's advocate on this because I'm not sure if it is as big of an issue. But a lot of people, the problem they're having is they're going, look, I'm, I'm paying for boss mode. These people were on the basic plan and now they have access to everything I do, which as long as you're both on month to month, I don't, this is the devil, devil's advocate part. I don't really see that much of an issue because that means that me who maybe was paying $99 a month for boss mode can now drop to the basic plan and I'm getting the same thing. So who cares, right? Because it's, it, it, it helps me, but here's where the issue is. A lot of, of people house. on boss mode have paid annual subscriptions and they have paid a lot more. And now everyone's getting it for free. So what happens to that money? They just lose it. Yeah. And, and so that's the other side of the devil's advocate, right? Yeah. You and I and uh, Shay went in to that annual subscription of, it wasn't cheap. No. It was $1,200 that yeah. the three of us for the bill. 400 a piece, right? Mm -hmm. We did the same thing. We put our money into Jasper's annual plan, knowing that, okay, we are secure with boss mode. And this is before ChatGPT came out. Unfortunately, right. right before it hit the market, right? <laughs> All right. And we're like, okay, let's do this. And okay, we still have boss mode as backup. And worst case, we just resell this because it has market value. Sure. Or did at that point. Now what they've done is the creator plan, which is 49 bucks a month, gets everything that people who are paying 99 or 129, depending on annual yeah. versus monthly, were getting. So the creator plan, which is $49 a month, now gets three seats instead of one, now gets unlimited everything instead of one. So you've kind of created that rate parity where you're cannibalizing your own users 
and you're not really incentivizing the higher paying customers on anything, obviously I'm going to be pissed as a customer. Like, why am I paying 99 a month? And what happens to all those months that I paid 99? Yeah. Are you going to credit me back? Obviously not. Yeah, no, surely they're not. And so what's going to happen is that you're going to get to the end of your uh, you're going to get to the time of your renewal and you're, you're going to dump it right. Or, or at, at absolute best, you will drop down to the team's plan. That's the exact same as what you've got, but it's half the price in which case they're losing a lot of money or you're going to leave because you're upset and you're like, gee, there's other tools out there, right? There's a lot of other tools out there. And so why do I need this anymore anyway? And now that they've treated me bad as a customer, now that I feel like I've been ripped off, why would I want to stay with this company? So yeah, this could be a, I don't know if it's a final nail in the it's coffin, but it's definitely a nail in the coffin of, of Jasper, I think. Yeah. And I think this just goes to show us, Chris, of course, creators, um, we have valuable knowledge that yep. we lock up behind that paywall. Well, one day, all of that knowledge is going to be available to everyone for free anyways. Yeah. Um, might not be your specific knowledge but some portion of it so where you went with what you're researching now is building that community that's really the only moat any of us can build at this point with AI and all the tools that are in the market is building a community mode because that's something that AI will never replace it'll never replace your brain's knowledge right. and even better we started off with saying that I went to Austin. I drove four hours to see like-minded people. Yes. And AI is never going to replace like-minded people and building that community. And Jasper is just a tool. It's not, a, yeah, they've built a company around it. But at the end of the day, it's an AI copywriting tool that mm -hmm. ChatGPT or Bard or any of these can do for me in a much better way. Because now with prompt engineering, we can just go back and forth and have that conversation with AI. Yeah, Jasper was great when they launched and they were ahead of any other AI copywriting tool out there. Far and ahead. ChatGPT kind of made it a some zero game where now all of them are the same level. Niches, there's no difference between niches, writers, Zen, or Jasper. To me, they are all the same. And why would I even pay? We, you, and let's be honest, you and I and Shay were paying because of not the usage. Because even though we paid so much before, we have never really used it. It was be because of the FOMO of missing out on boss mode. Well, that, that and, and the idea that we wanted to keep hold of this because we got in early for a good price. And we knew that, you know what, this could turn into something big, but this is, this is one of the situations where it's just too bad that they got into a space where they are now honestly competing against billion dollar companies, right? When you've got Microsoft and Google and <laughs> all those companies offering the same kind of thing, even Canva, right? Offering this kind of thing, that's who you're competing against now. And they just do not have deep enough pockets to compete against those i think it's going to get harder and harder for them to differentiate themselves and um and could eventually and I can see, you know to, i see your point too playing the devil's advocate that mm -hmm. as a company how the hell do i survive against chat gpt or open ai right so they are opening the doors they're like you know what forget it everyone gets everything for free right yeah or 
get in on the 49 plan you get the team's plan at 49 bucks so i i understand that they are treading water and customers are probably churning left right and center and they need to bleed that or mm-hmm. stop the bleeding and to do that they thought through this implemented it but didn't really think how do we keep our current customers happy yes. and not start a war and right now if you go if you just want to grab some popcorn join the jasper <laughs> uh, facebook group it's some real good uh, popcorn material happening there yeah i think the key is is how do you treat your founding members right when you've got people who took a risk on you when you first began who got in early who um paid money when you weren't all that slick, right? When you had a lot of bumps on the road, you need to treat those people well because those are the people who are committed the most to you, right? They they committed right from the beginning. But when you burn them like this, like when, when you make an announcement like this and the only people it benefits are the people who haven't stuck by you like that, right? It's the people who got in on the cheap side it's not benefiting those who said, hey, I'm going to do it, make a serious investment with you on a regular basis. And then you're just silent to those people. Yeah, I think that's that's not a place I'd want to be. And it's interesting. If you go in their Facebook group, they're really not taking the bull or looking mm. straight in the eye. They're skirting all those questions from the people who are saying, what about us? What about us? We supported you. What about us? Yes. And that's just... Maybe they need time to think through a strategy. I get it. I We can play both sides. But I think what the lesson learned here, Chris, that you and I are saying is take care of your early adopters. These are the people who trusted in you. And everyone's going to go through a transformation right now because of AI. Not just Jasper. Every, every possible niche is getting impacted. Mm-hmm. You and I as bloggers, we are treading water. We are like, why would people even search for anything on Google anymore, right? Right. <laughs> if chat GPT is answering everything. Well, well, the good thing is you are safe, I am safe because we have industrial knowledge about a specific software that chat GPT can never learn. Mm-hmm. It can learn programming, but it's not going to know the ins and outs of new Zendler or other tools. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know. Do, do you all agree with us or do you disagree? Please let us know that we've got in the show notes. We have a link directly to the Facebook group that Ahmed has set up that you can come and sound off and let us know whether we're right or wrong. We'd love to know and continue this conversation. Uh, Meanwhile, we got another really interesting change in the market that is happening right now. We're going to talk about that next week, so you don't want to miss it. I'll give you a hint. It's with Teachable. If you use Teachable or if you have thought about using Teachable, you're not going to want to miss that episode. Between now and then, please rate, review, subscribe, and share the Course Wizards podcast with someone that you know and care about and you know that has something that they can teach online. And uh, until next time, we're going to ask you to do what, Amit? Creating. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Course Wizards podcast with Ahmed Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get a free PDF of their favorite online training resources, as well as notes from this podcast at coursewizards.com.